Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Let's talk about salary cap draft strategy next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, December 28th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by my good buddy, Ariel Cohen. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at ATCNY. And one of the best in the business when it comes to salary cap draft strategy, formerly known as auctions, of course. And Ariel, what's just like your overall general strategy? Because for me... I am prepping. I'm trying to plan out everything. I have a few players at each position that I'm trying to target, and then I have backups for those players in case I miss out on my first target. So what do you do usually when it comes to uh, just an overall strategy uh, prepping for these kind of drafts? Yeah, I mean, my general strategy is what I call the hot spots. Um, what you want to do is rather than say I need a certain player at a certain position at a certain price point, I need a top first baseman. I need a top second baseman. Don't have to do that. What you do is you take a look at all the $35 players that are bargains and the $25 players that are bargains and the $10 players that you like that are bargains and you assemble them. Maybe there's three or four or five similar players in a group and you say, Hey, that's a hot spot. And when it gets to me, hey, maybe there's a certain player in the hot spot that somebody else wants and you won't get them. And maybe there's a second player. But when you have five people in a tier, you're probably going to get one of those and at the price you want to pay. So that's really the way to assemble value. Get the hot spots. You'll get guys at your bargain. And there you go. All right. Well, we hear people talk about often when it comes to these kinds of drafts, a, a hitter pitcher split. And basically you have $260 normally in these drafts. And uh, the, the, the usual split, is 70-30, 70% for hitters, 30% for pitchers. But uh, if you play in a Roto League, you have 14 hitters, you have nine pitchers. Uh, that means that hitters take up about 61% of your starting roster. However, there's an equal amount. There's five pitching categories. There's five hit hitting categories. So how do we get to this number 70-30 split? Do you have a number that usually you like to start off with? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a specific number, and I think it really matters in the given year. I mean, I do my Z-score formulas. It comes up with some number, but the truth of the matter is it really depends on what the market does. If everybody is pricing on average to 65%, that's really what you should use. I mean, to look at the exaggerated case, if everyone decided all of a sudden to go 90-10 and put all their money in hitting, well, you would have an average team if you came in with 65-35 because you wouldn't get a single hitter and you would get all the pitchers. You would 
be top in hitting and not top in uh, pitching and bottom in hitting. Um, that's not the way to do it. The way is to price to the market and coast and uh, fit on average to what the market is saying. This way, it looks like any player could be a bargain, whether it's hitting or whether it's pitching. Only one thing I would say on top of that is that um, if you're a better evaluator of pitching and you're not as great as hitting, put a little bit more, make it two, three percent more and tilt towards that just to give you the extra edge to get something that you maybe not as good at. We know that the nomination and the bidding process for salary cap drafts is one that is very fun. You, you hear people talk about throwing players out that maybe you don't want to get money off of the table. Uh, there's people when it comes to bidding, they'll jump bid and instead of just going up by $1, maybe they'll jump two, $3 at a time. Or if they see a round number coming up, they'll jump to that number rather than just moving by $1 increments. Uh, what about you, Ariel? How do you nominate players? And do you have a specific strategy when it comes to bidding on players as well? Well, as far as the jump bidding and stuff, um, the truth is that I try to be heard as much as I can. If a player is $30, I'll say 15, 16, 17, 20. I want to get up to a number and people hear my voice so that they have no idea what I'm doing. They don't know if I'm really in or really out. As far as jump bidding, though, um, and going if you're at 16 to jump to 18, the truth is that it doesn't work uh, as well as you think, but it makes you feel better. I mean, yeah. if you uh, go to jump to 18 and you lose the player, you're like, well, at least I tried. And, uh, and if you win him, you say, great, I, I want him. So it just makes you feel good. But the truth is that half the time it works, half the time it doesn't work. But in terms of throwing out people that you want or don't want, um, in general, throw out people that you do want. Hey, if you throw out just any random person to, to get some money off the board, you're going to miss out some opportunities where you either need information about the player pool or you need to find out if I can get a certain player at a certain bargain. Um, so you're better off taking that. And I would say maybe two out of three picks. Nominate somebody you think you can get at a bargain. And then that other third pick, just to mess around with everybody, throw that one, somebody you don't want so nobody can follow you and know what you're doing. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Thursday morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.